Hello everyone and welcome to this Elephant Podcast. My name is Lucy Ilado. My guest this week is Ndungi Giduku. He refers to himself as an activist. He uses art for human rights activism. Welcome. Thank you so much. I have introduced you, but I would yeah. love you to tell us more about yourself. All right. I'll say again, my name is Dongi Giduku. Mm-hmm. And my stage name, some people call me Command. I guess this is out of the command that sometimes we've had in the streets, mm-hmm. singing for rights, protest music, and for raising awareness. I come from Kenya, a village called Muimuto Republic in mm. Kiambu. That is where I was born and bred. Mm-hmm. I went to school uh, in Parkland, that's Visa Osho Primary School. And from there, I uh, proceeded on to Nakuru, where I went to Jomo Kenyatta High School. Finished off at uh, Afraha Secondary School in uh, Nakuru and Kenya Polytechnic. From there on, you know, I've been doing this and that, but with a passion for music, poetry, and film. Music, yeah. poetry, and film. So when you first had your um, first encounter with music, did you go straight away to activism or you started with a different uh, theme? Yeah, altogether? it's interesting on what came first, music or activism. And I think both came around the same time because when I was in high school is when um, I remember as uh, protesting about some things that were not right okay. in school. And that was in, uh, I would say, 89. So I remember, you know, we held a very peaceful demonstration in school with the likes of uh, Edwin Buhere, mm-hmm. who is a, a creative here in Nairobi. Uh, we were in the same school. And I remember us singing a Bob Marley song during that protest. So I don't know what came first. All I know is that the kind of music that I like or the kind of music that has brought me up is the music that has meaning, mm-hmm. music that makes sense. I kind of... Uh, generally don't go for art for the for the sake, sake of, of art. It. Okay. Uh, I go for art that has got meaning, mm-hmm. that has got a background, mm-hmm. that has got a, um, a focus, especially on, on, on rights okay. of people. Activist. Mm-hmm. How did you come up with this? When you look back in 1992, I had already cleared uh, uh, Form 4. And I was already in college, Kenya Polytechnic, where we, uh, you know, I was really uh, involved in art, drama. Uh, we had a drama group called uh, Raha Theatre, uh, where we, we used to act. We used to participate in the drama festivals. We also used to participate in, uh, in other, other forums where we would be invited to go and sing. We would be invited to go and act. And I happened to become the chairman of this uh, uh, group Music at the Kenya group. Polytechnic. Okay. So we used to do a lot of uh, uh, you know, theater, mm-hmm. a lot of spontaneity mm-hmm. in art, mm-hmm. a lot of participatory theater. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think it is there that uh, I linked with, uh, with uh, out of the activism, mm-hmm. activism in college, mm-hmm. I linked uh, the outside world, which was now mm-hmm. the freedom honor that was happening, okay. where most of political prison uh, were holding a huge protest at the Freedom Corner. All right. Uh, I think we will have to talk more about the Freedom Corner, because mm-hmm. I remember when we were, when we first started speaking, you mentioned that mm-hmm. as well. I would love yeah. to know more about that. Right. So we have, so we can actually agree that you professionally started mm-hmm. doing activism and music mm-hmm. in college. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would say where, in college. That, yeah, that's, that's when you actually yeah. knew what's right, the rules yes. and how to break them exactly. and whatnot. Exactly. All right. Yeah. So you 
finding themselves in in prison for mm-hmm. a long time way before Mwakenya even started then they were in some group called the December 12 movement all right so the December 12 movement had the professors you know the lecturers the intellectuals talking about freedom yeah. in Kenya and proposing dictatorship okay. so they found themselves in there and at that time um, people in Kenya were quite uh, scared uh, there was a lot of fear instilled in our society so not many people talked about them so in the 80s uh, mid 80s of course we had um, um, the Mwakenya movement and Mwakenya movement basically stands for Muzalendo Mukenya. Muzalendo Mukenya. Yeah. And so these young people uh, really wanted to sensitize Kenyans, wanted to make people aware okay. that uh, you are living under a dictatorship and it is not right to live under a dictatorship. It is not right to be denied education. It is not right to be denied. Mm-hmm. What we talk about today so mm-hmm. freely on social mm-hmm. media mm-hmm. is what they were jailed for. It is. So um, uh, we went to Freedom Corner because uh, these people had been jailed these okay. comrades had been jailed and that's where now my cousin mm-hmm. found himself in okay. he had just cleared campus had started working actually yes. at the ministry of agriculture uh and so he found himself pushed out mm-hmm. of society out of the country and he fled to australia mm-hmm. where to where he resides up to now so anyway when he came back uh some year i would say like two years ago mm-hmm. visiting he, or yeah visit- visiting okay. now he can freely come back okay. and you know exile is crazy because mm-hmm. uh when you go to exile, uh, life, of course, has to go on. So he, he, he started a family there and he's got uh, my three nephews, his wife in mm-hmm. Australia. Mm-hmm. So he's now Australian. And these are the things that uh, oppression and exile can do. To a human being you can be uprooted from your place to another and so one of the gifts that he brought me was this music cd uh of a guy called gurumul and i listened to gurumul and i told him how did you know that this is going to get into my system and he told me i've been listening to what you've been doing you've been you know doing what picking up from where we were through music and through mm-hmm. your art mm-hmm. and i thought you two are gonna be friends All and right. for sure not having met Gurumul, I fell in love with, with Gurumul. With his, his music. Yeah, Unfortunately, yeah, he yeah. did pass away he passed um, on. Yeah, he passed June on. this year. Yeah, he and he was, he was blind. He was blind. He was born blind. You yeah. know, and uh, his voice actually is what is uh, the calling. I would say, mm-hmm. and then the message that he plays on okay. he, he places on top of his voice. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, it's just awesome. So awesome. the the song is called "I Was." I was born blind. He was born.
Well, that's a fantastic song. It's a beautiful uh, song. I, I would say, love everybody to listen yeah. to Gurumol and uh, get to know him better. Yeah. And you see what I like about this particular song. Of course, there are so many of his songs mm-hmm. uh, which talk, talk about uh, the rights of aborigines because yes. he was an aboriginal yeah, yeah. dude. Yeah. Uh, you know, and uh, so when you hear him sing, of course, you get to remember the likes of Cathy uh, Freeman, who was, you know, a medalist, an mm-hmm. Olympic medalist from the indigenous people. And so the embodiment of mm-hmm. what Gurumul does is the rights not only of uh, the aborigines mm-hmm. who Community. are really oppressed, yeah. the original people yeah. of Australia, uh, but, you know, he talks about human race, the human race yeah. and nature and yeah. trees yeah. and uh, blindness and sight and, and sweetness Everything. of the world. And I got to find out that uh, most musicians from his community mm-hmm. are also um, activists. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah, kind yeah. of music that they produce is similar yes, to his. Yes, and yes. now brings it to what you're saying that mm-hmm. the community is known to have, you know, been oppressed over years yes, yes, by yes. The, 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 the the bigger yes. uh, population yes, in yes, Australia. Yes. And uh-huh. I, th- I think I think that is uh, also something to talk about a little bit mm-hmm, because mm-hmm. Uh, when you find yourself in a situation mm-hmm. like we are in currently yeah. here in Kenya. Mm-hmm. Yes. So what would you say is the reason as to why now the current, mm-hmm. you know, university students mm-hmm. are not really on their forefront because I don't mm-hmm. think they are. Oh, no. They, are they will just follow. Mm-hmm. When a politician says, let's go to the streets, they mm-hmm. will go to the streets, mm-hmm. but they will not initiate it. Yeah, they will Yes, they, they will won't. not. So what, 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 what would you say is, is, is mm-hmm. the reason? I would say the history of uh, student politics in mm-hmm. Kenya mm-hmm. is very rich. Okay. Um, and it wasn't just strong in the 90s, mm-hmm. but in the 80s. Okay. Not only in the 80s, mm-hmm. but since the 70s. Okay. When um, the popular um, politician, Mm -hmm. revolutionary, Mm -hmm. extraordinaire, Mm -hmm. the late uh, assassinated uh, MP for Nyandarwa Mm -hmm. North, Mm -hmm. uh, J.M. Karaoke, was killed Mm -hmm. in 1975, Mm -hmm. March the 2nd. Mm -hmm. Um, Students of the universities of Kenya, Mm -hmm. not only of Nairobi, came out, you know, to protest. Mm -hmm. That was in 1975. Mm -hmm. And um, the, the the drive for 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 looking for the answers yes. into why J M Karaoke was, was assassinated, assassinated yes. was led by students. Okay. All right. Mm-hmm. And that is where you find James Agri Orengo, mm-hmm. where you find uh, Wanyiri mm-hmm. Kihoro, mm-hmm. former MP. Mm-hmm. That's where you find uh, many other, you know, uh, revolutionary students okay. and student leaders mm-hmm. uh, at that time. time. And what they used to do is to is to, is to to come out in the streets, mm-hmm. not for money, mm-hmm. not to be paid, okay. um, but to protest, okay. but to ask questions, mm-hmm. to say we need to get the answers into who did this okay. who killed who mm-hmm. um and uh after that every year since 75 mm-hmm. uh they used to have an annual jm karaoke memorial okay and so they would make nairobi come a standstill uh-huh. and it wasn't like uh, what you hear today the mm-hmm. propaganda that uh, when you're protesting for rights yeah. then people say no those are looters yes, those are yes, hooligans yes, yes, you know yes, sometimes yes. that's just a distraction yes people have a right to protest, protest. and even at that time mm-hmm. where the constitution did not allow our students mm-hmm. or the students of that time mm-hmm. to protest mm-hmm. they braved mm-hmm. on mm-hmm. and came out okay. and protested all right so, so the ideology mm-hmm. of that time okay 
was stronger than the ideology of right, today. Right now. The ideology of, uh, of uh, politics in Kenya mm-hmm. has little by little been eroded okay. to a level where even those who make laws okay. in, the, in the National Assembly mm-hmm. are actually not aware fully of, the, of what, the, what those laws are making, about. Yes. You know, yeah. uh, there is no ideology at all in okay, Kenya. Okay. But at that time, there was an ideology. Mm-hmm. There are people who you know, stood up for, uh, for, 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 for rights, mm-hmm. people who stood up for a principle, okay. people who stood up for a certain way of politics. Mm-hmm. Was it uh, capitalism at that time mm-hmm. versus socialism? Mm-hmm. And most of the students were for mm-hmm. socialism. All right. They were like, yeah, I mean, we have equal rights. The, the, the poor have mm-hmm. equal rights mm-hmm. uh, like everybody else. Okay. So that kind of ideology was mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. So fast forward to today, yes. you find the Babu winners, I'm yes. sorry to mention, uh, and the rest of them who are actually not being led by ideology. I was actually getting into that because yeah. when you were trying to, you know, make us understand why mm-hmm. the likes of Kina Orengo, mm-hmm. um, the likes of Orengo mm-hmm. actually went to the streets, you mentioned that they're, you know, they're not being paid. No, it's not being it's paid. self-motivated. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. it brings me to what you actually talking about, yeah. um, Honorable mm-hmm. uh, B- um, Bobby Owino. Yes, yes, yes. yes. So, when, when you find that a student uh, vying for the chairmanship of Sonu, mm-hmm is spending 18 million oh for the campaign. Yes. Then you got a reason, you got a, you got a question. Yeah. Um where is that money coming from? Yes. And it is for what purpose? Okay. Mm-hmm. When I was at the polytechnic which yeah. was uh, between 92 and 95, mm-hmm. we had uh, student activism too. Yes. Our chairman at that time was called Kitusa. Mm-hmm. And uh, these are the people who led us into fighting for the rights of students, you know. We want to know your second choice. Oh, what is your second my second choice, choice of music? <laughs> I would say I love Fela Kuti. Fela was taken to Britain, yes, uh, in the sixties mm-hmm. by his father, who was a pastor. Mm-hmm. And when he came back, of course, his father was not happy, mm-hmm. but his mother was proud of him, yeah, and she supported him, yeah. And so, yeah, Fela Kuti is my hero. What are some of the themes in the song that inspire you? Yeah, first and foremost, uh, what stands out in Fela's music is the is the unique style. Mm-hmm. You know, at that time, I think uh, he used to do what they call Afrobeat. Yes, and uh, you know, he's he, actually the pioneer of Afrobeat. He's a pioneer. Yes. He's the yes. father of uh, Afrobeat, Afrobeat music. and he changed the whole way of uh, of, of playing Nigerian music in music. Africa. Through that, mm-hmm. you know, he's always mm-hmm. all his music. Mm-hmm. You know, he, he has got has got a section which talks about you. Yes. <laughs> when he talks about a lady, you know, mm-hmm. like uh, singing for lady mm-hmm. uh, about this African woman, mm-hmm. that is what that is what uh, captured my attention. Mm-hmm. And I was like, uh, he isn't just talking about you know, the sexist woman. way yeah, yeah. that artists do things. He's yeah. saying an African woman is mm-hmm. a strong woman. Yes. Uh, an African woman is a leader. Yeah. An African woman is a visionary. Yeah. And and, and also... Um, and don't joke around Yeah. The reason we, some <laughs> yeah. of us who understand the song, uh, you know, consider it an African feminism um, anthem, anthem is because, yeah. yes, he's talking about the African woman yes. being westernized, which yes. is a good thing. Yes. Yeah. You yes. know, getting empowered. Uh-huh. Yes, but some people disagree and mm-hmm. say that you know he was trying to to say no, mm-hmm. African lady, you are an African woman, you're mm-hmm. not an, a lady, mm-hmm. and a woman, an mm-hmm. African woman knows her place in society. Mm-hmm. If you call a woman African woman, no go agree. She go say. Now, 
wanted to find out from you mm-hmm. i had that on my questionnaire wow. but you brought it up earlier mm-hmm. on about mm-hmm. musicians and activism let's use case study of um you know east african artists yeah. we have the likes of sugu from mm-hmm. tanzania mm-hmm. you have the likes of um, professor j from mm-hmm. tanzania mm-hmm. as well yeah. uh, recently we have had jaguar yeah uh, joining parliament and we also had in june july mr bobby wine yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. you know uh, leading uh, the, yes, from yes, the front yes, in uganda uh, you know joining politics as well mm-hmm. so um what would you say in your opinion is it okay you've crossed over the line is mm-hmm. it ethical is it mm-hmm. unethical or is it was that the final result that you had in mind when mm-hmm. you started activism that mm-hmm. at the end of the day i will push the message but if it's not if it doesn't get to the right people if there's no change i move forward to you know now trying and you know be in their shoes and see mm-hmm. if i can help the people well that's a very interesting question and it is uh, quite debatable mm-hmm. people have always asked this question what happens when an activist joins parliament when an activist goes to mainstream politics and then musician um, yes when a musician does the same and uh, most people have actually been disappointed okay. in the past and even currently where you find uh, somebody who was really strong in right movement yes pushing for freedom and then keeping quiet and getting starting getting a lot of money uh, once they join parliament and uh, actually some of them even start becoming fat there are quite a few of my friends okay. who have joined uh, politics okay. from activism okay. to politics and no need to mention their names uh, but i've talked to them some of them and uh, some have actually been very rude it's like i'm interfering with uh, the success that they have gotten okay. and uh, mine was just a simple question like why can't you just go on asking the same things that you used to, to, used to yeah, ask when you are outside parliament and so what happens is that i think the entrapment that you find in parliament is quite tricky because uh, you find uh, a lot of money there you find a lot of uh, a lot of corruption yes you find yourself swimming together with uh, with a, with a big fish and you don't want to be eaten so you start eating the smaller can beat them join them you can beat them you join them and uh, that is not the way it's supposed to be okay um i think that is an excuse for them to continue thriving for some of them mm-hmm. like you said that has been the main aim from the word go even as much as uh, we work together mm-hmm. as uh, activists mm-hmm. as much as we march together in the streets mm-hmm. as activists you know they are the lions in the sheep's skin mm-hmm. you know a, yeah. a, a reggae song from south africa uh and and uh, it is true that some of the people that uh, we work together we mm-hmm. march together mm-hmm. actually are not genuine in the march uh they are using activism as a step stone to get into politics okay so just answer my question mm-hmm. is it is it okay the the answer is not a yes and no okay I would say that um ideology is your guide. What is your ideology? What mm-hmm. is your genuine uh, feel mm-hmm. about things in society? Nelson Mandela, he was an activist. He was jailed. 27 years later he mm-hmm. came out, became mm-hmm. the first black president of South Africa. Amen. So the thing is, <laughs> he was an yeah, so you have no problem. I have no problem. You can join politics. You can join politics. Mm-hmm. So long as you're not going to sell out. Thank you very much and that is what our musicians from Tanzania Sugu yes. and Professor J and Bobby Wine are doing. Yes, exactly. So let's hope that our very own Jaguar will also, you know, move in and do the same. My other song is a uh, is a Sonny's Sonny's letter. Uh and uh, I would like to just talk a little bit about uh Linton Kwesi mm-hmm. Johnson. Linton Kwesi was uh is is is, is from England but uh, with origins from Jamaica. Uh, his parents were immigrants from Jamaica and so he is a dub poet 
uh, he does a lot of poetry through reggae okay. music. And so I would spoken say he word. is spoken word. Yeah, yes. you may call it that. And uh, he, 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 he and Muta Baruka, mm. Alan Hope, are the people who I owe to in my style of music, which is singing and mm-hmm. poetry yeah. at the same time. Mm-hmm. Uh, spoken word at the same time. So those two, of course, uh, Benjamin Zephania comes along. And uh, the strongest one from Africa, of course, is mm-hmm. Muzwa Kembuli. You know, Muzwa Kembuli was uh, Omkonto Isizwe, freedom fighter. And uh, is when his comrades were using AK-47, he was using his pen, pen. and paper. London, Southwest, England. Dear Mama, good day. I hope that when these few lines reach you, they may find you in the best of health. Mama, I really don't know how to tell you this because I did make a solemn promise to take care of little Jim and try my best to look out for him. Mama, I really did try my best but nonetheless, I'm sorry if I tell you, sir. Poor little Jim, get a rest. A lot of musicians who do activism mm-hmm. have dreadlocks, mm-hmm. or they either do hard hip hop music mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. reggae music. Mm-hmm. So, why the dreadlocks? My hair is a political statement. Okay. My hair is inspired by Dedan Kimathi. Okay. My hair is inspired by the freedom fighters who mm-hmm. fought for this country. Mm-hmm. And uh, when you look at the hair mm-hmm. uh, that uh, the Jamaican Rasta movement has, mm-hmm. of course, it was inspired by the movement in yes, Kenya. Yes. Mm. So what's your fourth selection? My fourth selection, whoa, is uh, hey, there's a guy uh, from, from uh, Upper Volta. And uh, this guy was uh, 28 years old when he became president. Mm-hmm. And at that time, he became the youngest president in the world. Mm-hmm. And uh, one of the things that he did was to 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 to, to talk or or to walk mm-hmm. the the struggle of women okay. in Africa. Yes, yes. His name was Thomas Sankara. Thomas Sankara really inspires yes. me up to now. Many, 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 many yeah. people, of course. And of course, he changed the country's yes. name from Upper Volta to Burkina to Faso. Faso yes. and Burkina Faso being land of the upright people. Yes, yes. Um, and of course, he was a musician. Yes, he was a musician. He, <laughs> he played the guitar. He would speech and speech yeah. and speech. And after speeching, in between, he yeah. thinks people are bored. He yeah. starts singing. Yeah, and he, yeah so, he had, like, I'm, I'm told he had over 15 yeah, guitars. Exactly, exactly. And, and he met well. Yes, yes. He met uh, a lot of musicians. Yes. Uh, so he is my inspiration mm-hmm. uh, forever. So okay. the person who has put him rightly in perspective mm-hmm. is Alpha Blondie. You're talking about um, Whalers. Mm-hmm. On your playlist, yes. the last song is mm-hmm. by former members of yes. the Whalers yes. Band. Yes. Yes. Uh, perhaps you tell us more about the song and why it, uh-huh. it inspires your work. Yes. 
Uh, I'll start by quoting what inspires me most in that song. Okay. And it is, uh, everybody mm-hmm. wants to go up to heaven. Mm-hmm. Nobody wants to die. Peter Tosh is one of the founders, of course, of the mm-hmm. Wailers. Yes. The trio, which mm-hmm. was Bunny, Wailer, uh, Bob uh, Marley, and uh, Peter Tosh. Yes. And so... Um, Peter Tosh was the writer of most of the songs okay. that they did as the Wailers. Okay. Uh, Get Up, Stand Up. Yes, Many yes, people yes, think yes. he's uh, Bob. Bob but Bob, you know, uh, was a soloist, mm-hmm. was, a, was a singer. Mm-hmm. Uh, That's why he redid the song after leaving yeah, the band. Yeah, yeah, I guess so. Okay, yeah, okay, exactly. Okay. And, so, and so Peter Tosh was a, was a lyricist of yes. the group. Okay. Uh, Bob was a vocalist. Mm-hmm. And of course, Bunny Wailer was, was, was doing almost everything else. Okay. So the song Equal Rights. Okay. Okay. It was uh, written by Peter Tosh, mm-hmm. and he released the album Equal Rights in mm-hmm. 1977. Mm-hmm. And that song made a lot of sense then, mm-hmm. made more sense after that, mm-hmm. makes much more sense today. Okay. You know, mm-hmm. in our situation here in mm-hmm. Kenya, mm-hmm. in the situation of Africa, mm-hmm. in the situation of the world, mm-hmm. when you look at what is happening today in Kenya, mm-hmm. and you play this song, it is like the soundtrack of the struggle mm-hmm. in the world mm-hmm. about rights okay. of men, mm-hmm. of women, of children, mm-hmm. you know. Um, so it is a very, very powerful song mm-hmm. which uh, asks us, you know, to question ourselves mm-hmm. uh, about equal rights. Mm-hmm. What is equal rights? Mm-hmm. Equal rights is not about um, some people having more rights than others. Mm-hmm. The rich having their way mm-hmm. uh, and the poor oppressed mm-hmm. or the oppressed poor mm-hmm. uh, suffering in bondage. Yeah, of course, so the, the rich keep getting rising. richer and the poor rich, getting... Yeah, exactly. And, the, and, the, and, and, the, and it brings me to the point where mm-hmm. uh, in a country like Kenya and most uh, African countries, mm-hmm. we keep, uh, you know, being segregated mm-hmm. and uh, compartmentalized yeah, yeah, yeah. in the tribal cocoons, yes. which is crazy yes you know mm-hmm. if only you were to look at uh we were to look at ourselves as uh, two tribes maskini na mdosi yeah like uh, ke, keishaka would, kalamashaka yeah. yes, yes. say yeah. uh kabila ni mbili tu mm-hmm. maskini na mdosi it's you know true. so if if we were to realize that then this is where equal rights by peter we, tosh comes really in come and in. tells you that mm-hmm. it's not about it's not about uh you know the, the small things it's about the bigger things it's yeah. about the bigger fight it's about all of us coming together and saying equal rights. Let's yes. have equal rights. Everyone is crying out for peace. Yes. None is crying out for justice. Everyone is crying out for peace. Yes. None is crying out for justice. Peter Tosh is interesting. You know why I love Peter Tosh is that uh, whether you agree with him or not, mm-hmm. he'll say what he 
feels is right. And of course, mm-hmm. um, he 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 did the song legalize mm-hmm. it. Yes. Not everybody oh, liked yes. it. Oh yes, I read somewhere he performed it in front of government officials. Yes. And and he was actually saying they should legal yes. legalize marijuana. Yes. And he actually took took a spliff. Yes. And lit it up yes. and smoked it. Actually, But, in the Buckingham Palace. Exactly. Nineteen seventy-eight. Yes. Yes. And then a few months later. Mm-hmm. He's he's being arrested by yeah. a policeman. He was beaten like he a dog. He was beaten. They even cracked his uh, oh, skull. Yeah. You know because of uh, that song mm-hmm. and because of course uh, the song Equal Rights. Yeah. Because Peter Tosh mm-hmm. did not sing what he did not believe in. Mm-hmm. He did not sing for the sake of singing. Mm-hmm. He sang his heart mm-hmm. out. out yeah. He 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 talked of what he believed in. Genuinely. Genuinely. Yeah. When he sings of uh, Mama Africa, mm-hmm. he's saying of these diamonds, the mm-hmm. land of diamonds yeah. and why people are suffering and the sunshine, mm-hmm. you know, Mama Africa, you know, all all of uh, Peter Tosh songs make a lot of sense to so, me and they keep me going, you mm-hmm. know, because they make me feel that uh whatever you believe in mm-hmm. can be projected through music okay. can be projected actually uh through art you have your own song yes, we I have do. to listen to it we okay. promised okay. at the beginning of, sure. the, of the program sure. that we will get to listen to your song so which song will we listen to oh um we are going to listen to amba amba mm-hmm. amba amba is a song that uh i would say was inspired again at the freedom corner mm-hmm. which i would say is my well of creativity okay where you go and draw uh, some cool waters mm-hmm. of creativity even now when i write poetry mm-hmm. when i say remember 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 to remember mm-hmm. may we remember remember mm-hmm. remember not to forget let us remember remember the great professors of kenya mm-hmm. remember not to forget professor ngugi wathiongo remember remember professor katama mukangi mm-hmm. remember professor wangari madai let us remember remember not to forget May we remember remember the greats of Kenya. Let us remember the great freedom fighters mm-hmm. by Mungi. Let us remember remember not to forget Field Marshal Dedan Kimathi. Let us remember remember the great Pio Gamapinto, mm-hmm. the first member of parliament to be assassinated in independent Kenya. Mm-hmm. May we remember remember JM Karioki 1975. Let us remember remember not to forget. Right. May we remember remember to remember the dismembered. Let us remember not to forget. You told me you're you're shooting the video. Yeah yeah yeah, shooting the video mm-hmm. um as from tomorrow. Okay. Uh shooting the video of Amba. Mm-hmm. Uh and Amba uh, is a song that uh, we have been singing in the streets. For how long? For since I was in activism. Okay. For since say uh, 1992. Okay. When I was a really young man. Okay. And uh, we would go to the streets and Amba 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 Usilege Amba Tutash Hamba, yeah, yeah, hamba. Okay. you know is a chant yes and uh, amba also i could interpret it as two things okay in luya hamba means come mm-hmm. i hear mm-hmm. and uh, in kikuyu amba means weave mm-hmm. weaving a kiondo mm-hmm. weaving a gunia mm-hmm. uh, weaving society mm-hmm. together mm-hmm. and so this song is a call for come, society to come together, together so that we move together mm-hmm. devoid of uh, color mm-hmm. clan mm-hmm. tribe mm-hmm. creed mm-hmm. so that we move towards freedom 
Perfect. Perfecto. Well, thank you very much mm -hmm. for, you know, joining us. Thank you today. so much for having uh, me. And, uh, you know, for sharing your top five. Aha, thank and you so much. And the stories are amazing. Oh, I hope yeah. I'll be able to, you know, bring you back later okay. on. And, you know, we can get to talk more about uh, the Freedom Corner mm. that we, you mentioned earlier yes. on too, but we cannot, you know, exhaust it. But yes. it is it is history and it we need to talk history. about it. And it must never be forgotten. forgotten. Thank you very much. Until next time, my name is Lucy Ilado and this has been the top five. This one is dedicated to Deca Ibrahim, the queen of peace and justice in Africa. Amba, amba, usilege, tutashinda, amba, yeah. Amba, amba, usilege, tutashinda.